spot on it that's the five-month-old baby i'm gonna have to go look again well it's hard to keep watch the video like four times I because like i 10. i heard the baby but i couldn't see the baby so the cat got about the cat got about to die i did see the cat <laughs> said, all right y'all time to go i did see the cat that that was breathtaking and to only receive six months for putting somebody through two TVs, a table, a wall, and whatever else he put her into, like he body slammed into a baby walker, or something, a baby jumper. Yeah. Where did the footage come from? She was she been getting beat up or something, and decided to put cameras in the house. Yeah, I, I mean they they just so, and I've always been curious, like why people keep cameras inside their house, but I guess that was one of them. But uh. I mean, I know domestic violence happens, but that's just one that you see. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's when you lay with some shit real, you know, like I'm a person, and I probably shouldn't say it publicly, right? But I'm a person that that counts steps, right? So if I fall mm -hmm. down in the house, I know how many steps it is to get to the next thing that I need. So it's like okay. if you, it's, it's almost like being booby-trapped Right, mm -hmm. but but not really, but only I know that. So if if anything ever went down, it's gonna go all the way down. You do not just get to throw me through all them TVs and whoop on me like that, and I don't hit you with this cast iron skillet. You know, like something is gonna take place. It was one. It was one girl. She uh she took a vicious beating. I got that on tape. I think. Well, she took a, vi a vicious beating from her boyfriend and she waited till he was asleep and she dumped like a whole 30 round clip, clip in his head. Yeah, but then that was her fault because he was asleep. But I understand because mentally she was like, I can't take it no more. I can't beat him when he woke. I need to get rid of him while he's oh, yeah. asleep. Hello? Huh? You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So, I mean, but the the ideal situation would be like, okay, I want to get justice, but I don't want to serve thirty years in jail to do that. Yeah, but mentally, she had been checked out, and she had, you know what I'm saying. Well, hey, Polo said she was trying to get on. Is it enough room for her? Yeah, it ain't nobody on here but us. She said every time she on? she tried to get on there, it keeps kicking her off, as if she's trying to start her own. She probably she needs to an update Android. her phone. Now she got an iPhone. Let me let me tell her. Hold on, I gotta we uh hold on. Hey Remy. Hey, can I ask y'all a question? Ooh, yeah. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? 
as a much as he could. A woodchuck could chuck, chuck, chuck some wood if the mama yeah. name was Joe. <laughs> that guy got some serious squirrels. So did you send a video out to everybody, Keon? I don't think I did. I just sent it you to didn't. you. And I think you I just sent it to me? You just called me? me? Let me just finish. Goddamn. <laughs> I think I just sent it to you and Jamal. Really ain't really active on social media, so I don't even be he on, he on the he be on the ground. Yeah, that's oh, it. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. She said she's gonna cut it off and cut it back on. Come on. Huh? What did you think about that video, Keon? The one that Keon said what what they was in the living room? Oh my yeah. god. What what well, happened? Baby. I'm finna send it to you. I don't, send I don't it to know Polo what too. I don't know what pissed that man off. Uh, it was that that was the football player, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, Zach Stacy. I think it was so Zach is that the one that he was hitting the girl in the living room? He was was yeah, yeah he was he going around. Y'all saw that around. year ago, or or a year ago, whenever it started. Yeah, it was it was a year ago. It definitely was. Yeah. You didn't have a shot. No, not at all. It was. Yeah, I would have just sat the there. I would have just laid there and played like he knocked me out the first take. Hey, the first tried. TV. No, <laughs> she, she kept running her fucking mouth. She had more to say. She just wouldn't shut the fuck up. Didn't give up. Yeah, yeah. I would have been. Was down, and when he was, she was down. He lifted her up like he like, did. He, like, hey, it was like a scene from like. The Avengers or some shit like <laughs> that motherfucker was Thanos. You hear me? He had the the, the infinity. It ain't funny, you know? but man, just the beating I, itself is it, not. Like... It's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, when, but when he picked her up and threw her against that TV and her body was parallel, it was ground. like she was limp. Yeah, like she ain't had. She was lifeless. He just picked up and was like, "Boom!" Just send it I to me. I was watching a WWE. I can't send it, it to them. Yeah, you send it to him. I'm a, I thought she was sending it to him. I'm sending. I tried. Did you, did you send it to me? I was trying. It won't let me. Ah! I, I'm doing it. Hey, what's your name? Okay, Remy Santana. Here we go. Hey, what's Polo? Is it? It may be Polo Fresh. Maybe on the. Uh, it's on the poor what Porsche. Yeah, it's on the Porsche. Both That motherfucker yeah, that was, serious squirrels. That was too head. much. I said, okay, one TV, two TV, a table, a, a baby decoration, uh, the arm of the couch, ooh, the wall. Ugh, is is like, that what we talking just, about today? I, no, nah, I just want to hop. Like, can you please be quiet? Like, girl, hey, shut Polo up. Like, hey, Polo was huh? like, uh, it keeps sending her to something else. Something. I'm about to tell her restart her phone. I told her that already. I, I told you. Uh-uh. Shit. It's a, I, you know how Apple do? When you don't oh, get yeah, that new gonna... phone, they tear you up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to get a new phone. Leave that. Yeah, my phone been acting funny. I think I got an 11, but I guess they on the 14 now. 
And so oh, yeah, it's coming. Slow. Yeah. I got an 11, oh, yeah. too. I got an 11. Have your phone been slow and glitchy? So, But I don't do shit on my phone. I literally make calls and watch TikToks. Yeah, it would still be glitchy, mm-hmm. though. It, that, it do us to that, too. Like, Ticketmaster stole, stole some money and charged it to my Apple uh, stuff. I was like, what? I don't what? even go outside. Like, what are ticket for? So... Can't put that TikTok. That's what it is. Is that it? Yeah. Damn. Hey, buddy was like, you know, the first thing I was thinking, I was thinking of like when women say, I don't need a man. I'm like, you probably needed a strong man then. Mm. <laughs> he came in and whooped his ass. Like, she should have called Tyrone, baby, because I was like, Whoa. she was like, that was like, he was, he was like 205 pounds, something like that. Man, listen, My biggest that man... thing is six months. They gave him six months for that. So well, then know, what was... is that saying to the next person that go well, out and she try was, to do the she was low-key didn't want him to go to jail. Now granted like I think there was some other stuff going on behind the scenes because I do I looked I, I went I dive deep into it. Like he had an arrest he had an arrest video and he was like yeah she was having sex with my, he was staying somewhere in a different state. Yeah, so but they still don't get him the right to try to push it through the neighbor's house. Listen, listen, I did not once agree with what he did. You know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, is that there's a reason why she tried to vouch for like, well, he doesn't need to go to jail. That was, these were her words. Even her attorney mm. that she hired was like, no, we want, we want something thick. And she going like, no. I don't now. The reason the judge now, I think they were asking for at least some years, and then like the prosecutor was asking for years, and then like the defense was asking, oh, he just need to do some anger management. So the judge met mm. in the middle, was like, you know, I'm gonna just give him six months, and I'm gonna give him two years probation. He has to do all these programs. He has to do this. He has to do that. So like that was the hot. That was the happy medium. So that's why I went that way. She did. So when I looked at his arrest video, when they actually caught him in the airport or something like that. She was like, he was like, yeah, you know, I think it was a setup. She was having sex with my financial advisor, which was another mm. guy I played football with in college. So, like, I, I came out here. I really didn't want to be with her. But I'm like, I hate when people say that. Like, if you don't want to be with somebody, why are you living Just with them? Don't why, be you, with them. Yeah, why are you staying with them and sleeping with them in the same bed, living as a couple, but you're not a couple? Your feelings are not built like that. You either own or you're off. True. Off at the same damn time. That that's probably, why you acting. That's yeah, why he acted the way. That's why he probably acted the way he did. So his feelings are still involved. That goes into kind of our topic today. Uh, why do men suffer in silence, and does it have a look? I'm suffering right now, and I'm happy as hell. Intimate. <laughs> Tell us more. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think I'm suffering. Uh, I give in to all of my worldly desires. But, uh, um, you have suffered. Huh? <laughs> I have, you have suffered. Oh, I have. Yeah, because this is a serious podcast. I kind of want to flip the script and turn right, it well, Go ahead. Well, let, well let's, let's do, do, the, do the opening in. Let's. Hey, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of Chit Chit Chatting with Country. Today on the line, we have Polo Fresh. Hey. Jay Remy Santana. Man, I'm so mad that Gucci don't make no damn bandana. 
Mm. <laughs> we got DJ Hacksaw, aka Keon. Hello, monkeys. <laughs> and we have J Mall Smalls. New year, but two plus two is always five because you got to do what, man? Here is <sighs> one. Absolutely. What's going on, country? <laughs> All right. So, serious question, you know. Um, after watching that video, right, it was almost like I can understand him being set up, but on the inside, you know, he had a lot going on and a lot invested. So, was that his baby? Yes, that was his uh, five month old baby. So, you got a five month old, you just basically bury your, your girl in every device in the house, try to pull her oh. spinal cord through her back, you know. Mm. And well, can you explain what happened, though? So, Hacksaw sent a video out, and it was on Instagram. Santana said that this was over, like, a year ago. He said she yeah. said third party in. But we watched this video, and it was three clips. So, the first clip was back in the bedroom, and you saw, you heard some stuff, commotion or whatever, and then you just saw a body hit a TV, and then that body hit the floor. And then a second clip came up and you saw the body get picked up and threw down on like a baby device or something. I thought it was a table. And then it goes back to the back room or something, maybe. And then, no, she got hit in the living room with that TV. And then maybe the third clip was the other one. So I don't know. She got tossed around. Like she he you it was almost like the man did our daddy when he when he beat <laughs> him up in the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and funny, not funny, but that was funny the way our daddy got his his cleaned his, his ass up, man. If if our daddy didn't pass away, he'll still be putting his hands on him right now. <laughs> he is finishing them off right now. We eventually went to his funeral. He did kill that damn dead. Yeah. So, you know, like with that being said, that's just a little breakdown about it. And I think for me, and me, I hold a lot of stuff in as opposed to maybe seeking therapy or talking to a homeboy. Uh, is it hard for me to find somebody that they feel like they trust to? Uh-uh, no. Well, I, I think it only, like, men can confide in men because I think when you explain your feelings to women, they try to make sense of it. When instead of when you confide into a man, it's like he just automatically understands. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's like they, they try hard not to, but like, and I try to top it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes, like, we have a conversation with women, like, you know, I went through this, and then a girl be like, oh, girl, I went through this, too. That shit was crazy. Like, and I also went through this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, me, too. So instead of, like, a man, we have the, the ability to, to, like, listen and understand instead of listening and try to respond to it. You know what I'm, if that makes sense? Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah, hey, uh, Ma, Ma and, uh, so, Remy, y'all tell me if it's something, if it's something I, I missed. Yeah, um, and, and as far as the 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 suffering part, well, the the who can you talk to? Yeah, you you can confine into your male friend, but when you live with your woman that you look at, you know, this is my woman, she support me, blah blah blah. 
and then you may tell her your deepest, darkest secrets of what make you hurt. And like Keon said, a lot of women be having a preloaded rebuttal. They haven't heard nothing that you said. Then, then also I've seen, and this ain't just for me, my experience. So, um, it's like you you haven't heard nothing I said, and I didn't ask for your help. See, one of the most disrespectful things you could do to a person is give an unsolicited opinion. I didn't <laughs> ask you what. I, yeah, think about it. Unsolicited opinion. When I didn't ask you, like if you do some hair, well, dang, Talisha, I like that, but. You know, if you would have put a little bit of more this on that, and you'd be looking like I didn't ask you that though. So you mean the unsolicited, unsolicited advice? Yeah, it's an opinion though, because you're 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 telling me what you think is the best out of what I did. You know what I'm saying? And and I think carrying over to that video, um, the destruction that some men can do. A lot of women like to play into that realm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you so really do you feel like because we we bringing it into women, and I kind of wanted it to stay kind of focused on the male. But so you you guys feel like women are the reason men suffer in silence? No, 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 no. Okay, no. well clean it up then, because what I hear. Okay, hold on. Okay, so yeah, so 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 what I'm saying is we we could confine it to our homeboy, right? But we don't live with him. We live with our woman. I'm just saying in that in a perfect environment, okay? Okay, well let's you take, come home let's, to. let's take the woman out of the environment, right? And men suffering yeah. in silence, right? It's it's more of a mental health type deal. So let's kind of steer that away. What ca- what causes you gotta look at what causes mental health? Like me personally, I don't think men- mental health will play deeply into it. It's just everyday stressors. I don't think uh, most people, and I don't want to say women, but most people don't understand like the day to day, you know what I'm saying? Of work, bills, kids, uh, health. Um, it's so hard to like everyone got 24 hours in a day and you try to squeeze a whole lot in there, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, those, those things just naturally, like, you know, stress it out. I don't want to put it in the realm of mental health, but it does reflect on your mental, like how people don't understand the day-to-day stressors, you know, who wants to, I mean, who wants to go to, who wants to go to work all day and argue with the stressors of, of, of work with your bosses, your coworkers, and then go home and argue some more, whether you with the man or a woman, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it's, but, but country, it's something about when you're a woman and a person you love deeply, and I, I'm not trying to blame, I'm just saying, it, it, it hits a little bit different when they say it's okay versus your homeboy type right. of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not mm-hmm. bashing out. I'm not, I'm just, it, it just, it hits a little different. Like this is my last line right here. You know what I'm saying? And when you, when you don't have, oh, go ahead, my phone. yeah, when, when you don't have that or as a man, you lose that, your last line of defense is gone and you are just head down, you know, oh. just, yeah, and then so, uh, it's like so your spouse is your foundation, mm. man, woman, whatever. They're your foundation. So when you lose the foundation, it's hard to build on top of it, you know. So even if your homeboy or whoever be like, you know, they give you support, it's only a temporary support. It's just a patch 
on a roof versus a new roof. So that's why it's so de- detrimental, you know, when it's a spouse or something like that. But um, to ask what they're saying with suffering and silence, um, naturally, majority of mammals, the male species, including humans, are considered the dominant, the strongest. We're built different. Our brains are different uh, with genetics, testosterone. So we are expected to be tougher and have more endurance when it comes to everything, including mental anxiety and mental uh, strain. But the bad part is because we do like emotion, when the emotions kick in, it becomes challenging for us because we don't really know what the hell's going on. So it's harder for us, and that's why a lot of people downplay our mental health, but men are really tore up for real. Most of us suffer in silence. Society don't want to hear, man, I I just can't do this no more. They don't want to hear that. Toughen up. Be a man. You know what I mean? Like, don't nobody offer solutions. They just yeah, tell you sure. pretty much get over it. And It's tough. Yeah. And it's it's honestly to the point where dealing with men, everybody else can fail around you, and you're and you can't fail. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody can be sick, but you got to go to work, right? Oh my the grass god, grass got to get cut. Everybody else can fail. A woman could get pregnant. Uh, a child could get hurt at school. You know, your your mama needs this. Your cousin needs that. Your auntie needs that. Everybody else excuse of why they can't. Is, is acceptable. But the minute a man say, man, I'm just having a rough day. I It's so hard for me to work, you know. You're going to have to toughen up because, you know, you got these. We got to get these bills. We It's just, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's no room for mistakes. How about that? The mistakes hit a lot harder when, when you a guy type of thing. That's why a lot of them don't complain. They just, they just rather shut the hell up and just yep. deal with it. And deal with it, yeah. Because if I talk too much, no one's gonna help me. It's gonna be rebuttal. It's gonna be back and forth. Then they gonna think you're weak too. At that point, now I know you're mm-hmm. broken. Now I know you're broken. You're vulnerable, so I can take advantage of you. So, so do you guys think that it's something um, that could have been preventative? You know, as children, if you were taught to deal with emotions, anger, uh, sadness, being excited, you know, funny, exhausted. Right. You know what I'm okay. saying? Do you feel so, like... Yeah. Go ahead. So, the... Okay, so this is Remy. So listen, the issue is even coming up with a solution for one household, society itself, itself has been so... The culture of people is so fucked up that if the entire culture doesn't shift to to teach men in general how to control emotion and, and it's okay to get it out. Teaching one man to control it can actually hurt him because he'll have the understanding as a kid that I should be able to open up. But then if the majority of the world is not operating on that on that level, when he opens up, they're gonna go right back to you saw. Because you live in amongst wolves. You a lamb. No matter no matter what Men are just is is to us is gladiator school. When we go amongst men, even let's say if we go to a bar, we go amongst men. Although we hee hee ha ha, the whole time we sizing each other up, mm-hmm. we looking around to see who got guns, 
like even through the laughs and and the happiness, men are still on guard. On point, but, I say that all the time. Yeah, and you can't. And and again, I get what you're saying, Talisha. It would be really nice to teach a kid young to have these emotions and stuff like that, and it's okay. And da 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 da. And I was gonna go the route of the woman thing, but I'm I'm not gonna go that route. I'm a, I'm gonna just well switch. go ahead. So because so, my next thing to throw out right. there was, do you feel like being compatible with your mate allow you to be able to expose yes, emotions yes, if you were yes, okay? Absolutely. Go ahead. You're right. So so I don't have a statistic for this, but I can just go off what I see. Um, a lot of women will bash a man when he shows emotion and say he's soft. Look at that. Look at that pussy nigga crying. Look at when Tyrese was crying about mm. paying child support. He became a meme. Look at Michael Jordan for crying. He became a meme. When men cry, they become a joke. Society makes them a joke. If you have a companion that, like, let's say your guy open up to you. If you embrace his hurt, you'll get a different man. You'll get a totally different man. If you, if you as his support system... Make him feel like it's okay to cry, you're gonna get a different version of him. But the one thing you can never do is throw it in his face. Yeah. You can't bring it back up. You can't never get mm-hmm. mad at him. I don't care if he cheat on you 10 times. That's why your bitch ass was crying. Like, I, that's mm-hmm. common. That's common. But if you embrace him during them times and make him feel like it's okay to be soft, then you'll get you'll just get a you'll get a better man. And I, and I really believe that. I believe you'll get a better man if he can tap into the emotional side of him. And a woman can really, a woman would be the one to bring that out. Because I can't, you know, I as a man can't bring that out of another man. But a woman like y'all got the key. Y'all can bring that out of a man. I just ask that if you do, just embrace it. Like, you know. But that definitely, uh, country this J Mo. Definitely, uh, when you mentioned the upbringing, um, Oftentimes with um, abusive relationships, I'll give an example. If if you grew up and you seen mom and dad yelling and screaming and fighting or mom is belittling dad and he always walk around with his head down and we mm-hmm. say stuff like happy wife, happy life, and mom mm-hmm. could just talk to him crazy. Um, how you brought up, like that's going to be defined as love for you. Right. So when you get into a relationship, you're going to be geared to if this person's not doing that and I'm not doing this, then they don't love me because that's just what you saw. And you'll be 56 years old living by yourself with a cat or a dog, like Kevin Samuel say, before you realize what you missed out on. So um, de- definitely. I, I, and I think when you deal with the men uh, in silence, they're nothing but a ticking time bomb. Right. It's only a matter of time. And I hate to say it, it creates a level of violence that's like astronomical where the things they would do, they would, it would be like something is like an entity is in them. It's not even them no more. You saw with the football player, he, he treated her like a, a, a stranger. He went into a whole nother realm doing that, you know, but to see that, that, that shows you what an angry man or an emotional man, when he goes into that emotion is normally violent. I'm gonna say yeah. this. I think he, and I still think, even though he 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 lashed out, he was still light. Because oh, definitely, man, 
I think a man's true violence, true nature, bro, he, he, it would it would be almost animalistic. It was on death. Yes, for certain. Because even look, even he was like he was mentally. I think he was even mentally still trying to hold back and stop himself a little bit. Because as he kept like walking back and forth and like, man, I want some more. Like, like he was trying to control himself in that moment, but he couldn't. He could have definitely did a lot because she was, and, and I, I hate to use this terminology, but she she was cooked. Like, there was oh, yeah. nothing she could have done. There was only thing she should have did was shut the hell up. Because the more she talked, the more he didn't hear nothing she said. He just knew you just talking too damn much. Mm-hmm. And he had that look like you just won't shut up. You just won't shut up, will you? So let me do a little bit more and see if you shut up now. Oh, okay, you keep talking. Okay, never mind. Let me keep going. And so then I, I think he. No, I think he just realized. Like, I mean, I did a little bit, so I came this far. I might as well go ahead and, you know, you know what I'm saying. Let me add a little bit more. Let's, like, you don't rob a bank and steal twenty dollars. You might as well steal it all. Yeah. Get it. So yeah, go ahead, Rim. What was you saying? So you know how uh, we speak about. Um, a woman having like an emotional man, how that's really, there really shouldn't be a, a supreme aim. So not that a man cannot be emotional. You have to have a man that, that is skillful in controlling his emotions, which again, as a woman, do you want that assignment to teach that man how to control his emotions? Because it's challenging, especially at our age, when you get to about 40, if you got a 40-year-old man that doesn't know how to control his emotion, it, it's a wrap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a wrap, baby. Because he has been emotionless so long. It's, it's, it's challenging teaching us affection late in the game. It's just hard to do. And not that it's impossible, but do you want that task? Like, country and polo, like, that's a big task. So I have to get a man at your age and I have to teach him how to be emotional and it's okay. And keep in mind, you have to heal the wounds, which shouldn't be your responsibility, but you have to heal the wounds of the times when he was emotional and it didn't work out. Now you got to convince him that it's going to work. That's it. Yeah. So I know that it would be a tough thing to say you know, some solutions. But if you had to talk to somebody younger or, say, talk somebody off a cliff that was going through, what would be some encouraging words that you would say to them? What do you mean, talk to somebody off a cliff? Like, like literally or? Suicide, yeah, like, yeah. Not literally, but yes, literally. So, say you was talking to your son, Keon, and say he was 10 years older, right? Okay. And he was going through, and you knew he was going through. But he just walked around, and he didn't really say much. You know, head down, smile outward, don't really got many friends. Like, how would you encourage him? Because you know he's going through something, but he don't want to talk to you. What would you say? So, look, man, school 10 years from now, I I have this conversation today. Like, not today, but I, I have this conversation often. And my whole thing is this. I'm like, hey, son, if you can't talk to me, who can you talk to? Because my whole thing is like, I, and I try not to put the, I've been through it before. What I try to push is, is that, hey, it's me and you in this house. 
24-7. If you are in your room and I'm in my room and there's something on your mind, what can I do to make it comfortable for you to just make it easier for us to talk? That's it right there. Yeah, where you, you say what you want to say and then, you know, I can just go ahead and, and give you what I got, but that that's how I normally would do it. Mm, I like that. Yeah, because like, yeah, like I say, like my my son, my son doesn't have his mom in his life, and so it's literally just been me and him for a long time. And so since I am the man of the house, I, I I'm giving him responsibility. I, I'm trying to pre- I be trying really hard to prep my son for life. And so like as far as giving him responsibility, understanding how to talk, and one of those big big things from me that he has to see is by a me having respect for myself and not taking like a lot of disrespect for women because I don't want my son to be come up like, hey, well, this woman loves me, so I'm gonna have to just take whatever she dishes out and for or in order for us to stay together. Like, no, you you need your woman to respect you first, and when she respects you, then she loves you. That's that's the best way. That's that's how all the relationships have always work. Because if love comes first, that should have disappeared. But if respect comes first, the love come and it stays. In my opinion. So if you wasn't talking to your child, what would you tell somebody at the school? I would tell them the exact same thing. It's like, 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 who can you who can you talk to? Well, your your father's not in your life. What about your uncle? You ain't got no uncles. What about your granddaddy? You ain't got your granddaddy. You need to find a mentor or someone that's positive. And that and and, and picking. Now I think that's a hard part because it's picking a a, a positive male role model if your parents or your mama can't pick one for you that just makes your 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 judgment of character has to be so much more stronger because now you're picking who your role model is and they have to be a positive one you know what i'm saying so last one now you're talking to a 60 year old man that's a drunk on the corner what do you say to him i ain't gonna lie he cooks (laughs) yeah i'm sorry man like bro if you ain't learned it in 60 years bro I'm sorry, man. I'm like, you, you know what? You know what, Keon? What what I've done is, because even an unsuccessful person can teach you something. Mm-hmm. I want to know what led you to where you are. That makes sense. Because I don't want to make you know what I'm saying the same mistakes. I could get something out of them. What happened? Um, and I'm a, I'm gonna go back to what what you were talking about talking about the um, kids at the school. Um, well, it's good to find them a positive role model or whatnot, but some kids end up with like separation anxiety where True. their fathers would say, I'll do this for you. I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. And oftentimes you'll have kids, even young men that won't even trust another man because they've been played so many times. It's like, you know, you're going to do what he did type of thing. Do you think that leads into relationships? Absolutely. And, oh, my God, yeah. oh, oh my God, yeah. Oh my God. Yes. You don't want her to go nowhere. You always want to know who she with. Yep. Um, you say hurtful Ooh. things and think she's just supposed to come back to you. Right. You, get you, what can, I'm saying? you like, can reach a level of hurt that's so bad that, that anytime something goes good in your life, you're gonna you're gonna anticipate the next bad thing because nothing can go good. You know, you could be so hurt. By so many people that, like I said, if your mama hurt you, your daddy hurt you, your best friend, your this and that, you get with a man or you get with a woman that's on point, 
you're gonna say it's some something ain't right. This is too good. Life yeah, becomes too good too to good be true. To the point where you create a problem because you're so used to you so comfortable with dealing with problems, you'd rather be just dealing with problems because in your mind, at least at least I know what I'm dealing with. A lot of people will feel that way. So yeah, man, yeah. He becomes controlling. I always want to know this, want to, yeah. It's it, yeah. It make a man terrible. Yeah, yeah. Who like who your Facebook friends? It it just it gets real like messy. Um, like Remy said, we're so messed up in society. Uh, this is probably gonna be like this until robots take over or some aliens come down or something. Because we we're we're pretty much cooked at this point. We we could just try to salvage the little bit that we have left because you can't really fix the old people. They're going to be what they're going to be, but the the most you can do is try to save the children. Like Keanu said, you sick and you stuck. I don't want to like deter. I don't want to deter from the men, but when uh, Remy said like those those type of who always want to know everything and want to control every aspect of your life and they can't really just give trust. A lot of women are not trained to see those red flags, believe it or not, because that shit is so normalized now. You know why like, they look at they look at control as concern. I think control mm. is concern. So the women ignore it because it start off as a joke. Watch this, Keon. They, who you been with? <laughs> Man, I, I was just with the girls. Yeah, right. it start off as a joke at first. Early, mm-hmm. y'all was at, y'all was at such and such house. Where she live at? <laughs> you talking about the library? Okay, okay. What? Yo. Might I add you, that women also think that's cute? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm, y'all I'm, my man. My man loves checking up on yep. me. Yup, he just checking on me, girl. Until you ain't where you say you gonna be, or until your, your phone doing an update and you can't call or go to voicemail and I, I <sighs> till your battery die. Yeah. Tenderloin steak, your ass gonna be out. I think that's a very <laughs> unhealthy practice. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like he, like I, I would say this: like giving your man space can definitely help his mental. Because like even though he can't speak to you directly, like to say what's going on with him, giving him 20, 15, 20 minutes. I'm sorry, twenty minutes to hour to go ahead and invent in ways that he know that are that are true and comfortable to him that shit work you know what i'm saying I, I ain't gonna lie uh uh even in even me in my personal life my girl comes i know she ain't seen me all week and she wants to just be up under me and that's cool but i just got out of work i said hey babe, i need like 20 minutes i'm gonna go downstairs i'm a dj for a little bit and then i'm gonna come back upstairs and then we gonna just chill we're gonna talk do whatever watch a movie eat snacks laugh we're gonna do all of that but, but that's somebody that impressed but that's somebody yeah. that respects their mate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not all about love. I respect your boundaries. I respect that you need space. I, you know, getting with you. I know that this is something that you like to do. So I'm going to respect that. And you can have that. You know, when I get off from yeah. work, I need, give me 20, 30 minutes to just get away from the computer. Right. Leave I've me been alone. on the phone yeah. taking calls all day. Let me get this space, you know, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Now you go talking about you need three days worth of space, then I need to check on you because uh, we we got a whole routine going here. It shouldn't take a week 
you know, for you. And for yeah. somebody, it might take a week, you know. But we need but to that, know that. But that front. deals with compatibility. Yeah, that deals with compatibility. Yeah. But again, like Remy say, it's kind of hard. And we did a podcast about that with me and being honest. If I tell you sometime I shut down for a week, I'm not mad at nobody, but I shut down. But I still want you. You get what I'm saying? Will she and say if okay? The lady, and if the lady don't say okay, then she's not the one. You know, and I start looking at factors like that, right? Then you just got to start checking them boxes because you're going to need somebody that's going to be rock solid where y'all can communicate and there's y'all evolving with one another. Y'all communication is growing and y'all growing together. You know, and it ain't going to be peaches and cream all the time, but at least y'all on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, we also know it's Slim Pickens out here, too. So It is. Well, you're going to find yourself by yourself then because you may never find that one and you will have the dog or the cat or the bird or the, yeah. the lizard or whatever you're going to have. I'm going to have a fish. That way, when I want to leave somebody's house, I'm going to say my fish drowning. I got to go home. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Hello, you got something to say in this? You can go a while. Um... Uh, I was listening to Keon when he had said that uh, how he teach his son like you know what can I do being that I have a son um, I like how he worded like what can I do to uh, so you can basically open up for me because I teach my son that's why I put my son to therapy because I teach my son that he can express himself and it's okay for him to cry but you got outsiders I think I battle because outsiders when he's not with me Will say the same thing. You a boy, stop crying. Yep. Like, stuff like that. Society. And then society. Yep. Then he's battling and conflicted. Then yep. I gotta deal with like Alec, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because he don't wanna he don't wanna cry, then he don't wanna tell me because he, he don't wanna feel like a punk. He don't wanna feel like a crybaby. He don't wanna feel like this or that. So that can be hard. But I really I really think like we talk about mentors, like I always tell Jamal like I think you all are really great mentors for a lot of boys. That's a lot of boys who need that. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, I know y'all are busy with y'all lives and stuff, too, and it's, it's, you also got to be, you know, have the, those spouses to support, like, if y'all do become, like, you know, could be mentors for, you know, single women, like, you know, mothers. I can say woman, uh, single woman, but mothers. Because these our our boys need great mentors. Well, I, I like to use ch- children without fathers. Yeah, children without fathers. Yeah. Yeah, there, there you go, fatherless children. Because oftentimes, yeah. if you mention that I'm mentoring to a a, a a woman that the baby daddy ain't there, y'all must be fucking. Because I mean, that's a whole nother. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Because you can't be cool with opposite sex without sex. No, you can't. Right. You can't. But so let me. Can I add this to that? Something else mm-hmm. that um even after telling them when when they're done expressing themselves and voicing their opinions and whatnot, if there's an issue, they do have to understand that there's still an issue we have to solve. And mm-hmm. as a now now this you're never gonna avoid this, and you should teach your son is you still have to be strong enough to pull your ass together in order to fix this problem or try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get, that, get, get it out. And then, let this, you can cry, yeah. but you're going to be crying and fixing. You can complain, that, but you're going to be cleaning up. Cry, you're going to be moving. Don't lay down and just die. 
Yeah, you gotta get up. You gotta get yeah, up. I, 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 I think that's and that's what when when we say in society, because you know we we start to redefine things in society. Like, I'll give an example. If a girl has green hair, and I'm like, dang, that hair ugly. Dang, you hating on my hair. Well, the original definition was player hating, and that means you had something that I wanted. So I made up stuff about. It. So that's not I can't hate on a woman, not a hair. So the term like toughen up didn't didn't mean, um, you know, if, if if a loved one died in your family, not to cry. That was referring to like in sports, if you strike out or something in baseball, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Be tough about it. Or if you fall in basketball, I know you hurt, but we got to power through it. So we just took the slogan and just threw it anywhere where, you know, see fit. Yeah, we just threw it anywhere. You know, you, your, your mom and daddy got blown up in the airplane, and they landed on your grandma's house. Oh, man, you can tough that out. You know, that, that, that's just how we, we've done it in society right now. Hey, uh, I, I, I'll tell you this. I remember when my Uncle Chris had passed away. This is like all my uncles were still alive. My Uncle Chris was the one that passed away, right? I was in high school, and uh, I don't know how you guys would put uh, you would put like, you know, the obituaries in like your ID card or whatever. So it had like the rest in peace, like picture on, on your ID card. Mm. And I remember I had missed uh, wrestling practice. And it's crazy how I remember this, but I had missed wrestling practice. And uh, I went up to like one of my, my, co- my one of my, my teammates and uh, he said, man, how come you going to practice? And I was like, yeah, man, my uncle passed away. And uh, I showed him a picture of it. He, he looked at the picture he's like, and, he, and he flung it across my neck. He said, man, bring your ass to practice. And that's, I mean, that's just how, that's, that, that's the way that men kind of, you know. You're expected to just power through, yeah. yeah. Right, you expect to just power through it. You know, it's not that, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Nah, you know what I'm saying? It's, okay, so now let to- me get personal with you guys, right? And y'all can yeah. chime in together or separate, right? Um, we yeah. all have our moments to where we do suffer in silence, right? Um, would y'all share some of those moments that 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 put y'all in a place, and then kind of how you get through it? Mm. Mm. Say that again. Just your experience with a time you were suffering. That's what she said. Um. Um, I got one. I think. When, okay, go ahead. So go ahead. we um, when uh, my my dad Rufus, he uh was diagnosed with cancer, and then we took him to the University of Chicago, and uh, they said they was gonna put him in this program, whatever. It was gonna be free. It worked on liver cancer. I mean, other organs. He had liver cancer, so uh. <clears throat> We came back to Indiana. They told him we couldn't do no chemo, whatnot. So we we took him out there a few times. Uh, we had to pay for parking, but we the patients, but whatever. So eventually the tumor <laughs> started. <laughs> yeah, it started there, right? You already know I don't like going to Chicago. I hate the traffic, everything else. But anyway, so eventually they was like, yeah, you know, ain't nothing we could do. So I'm like, so y'all put him in a program because the tumor became larger you don't want because they have to have so many success rates with the medication 
in order for the FDA to approve it for that organ. So I'm just like, y'all set us up, and because you want to get your numbers up, y'all going to let my daddy die. Now, I almost took off in the hospital. I ain't going to hold you up. I almost took off. I was on some John Q shit in my head. But we ended up coming back. Um, he started some, you know, some chemo or whatnot. And it was just, it was rough because I, I was, it was like, you know, you see your superhero, you know, you've seen him do everything right and all this, but I just, I, I could go to work and fix everybody else's problems, but this one I can't fix. So I was really like, every day, I mean, I'm look, yeah, looking up stuff. What can we give them? And it just wasn't, it just wasn't hitting on shit. Wow. You become helpless. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like nobody can do nothing, you know, for me type of thing. I'm like, do I, I was trying to work more like we need to pay this person. We need to do that. Yeah, it was rough. But then doing that, like I say, I'm still taking kids to school. I still got to go to work and perform mm-hmm. a duty and I can't let nobody see me, whatever, you know, my emotion. I can't, can't treat people like shit because I'm having a shitty life right now. How did that make you feel on the inside? Uh, yeah, like trash, just just helpless, just you know. Uh, I had real bad anxiety. I started stuttering. My memory was horrible. Uh, yeah, it took a real mental toll on me. Uh, I I don't know how I came up out the slump. I would be lying if I told you. Um, I know. I think I got that. it. Was the Lord a hurrah? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah eventually i think like <laughs> i think I, after the funeral I, I was a lot better uh yeah because it was like i lost so shit you know lick your wounds and you supposed to just go back to work and just whatever so I mean, I, I was cool. Um, su- support system, I don't I don't remember about the support system, so I can't say if it was super strong or not, but the support I needed was my daddy to not die. So I was on that. If you can't do that for me, ain't nothing I can talk to you about. So, yeah. I don't know if that's just me being an asshole or just being a realist. Is there anything I can do? Save my daddy. I can't do that. Well, leave me the hell alone. Well, after he died, I, and I understand the concept, but don't tell me I'm sorry for your death. And I'll just be like, well, did you kill him? Yeah. What you're sorry for? Yeah, you say you sorry when sorry you do that? something. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You say sorry when you do something. But, again, like we said earlier, society has certain phrases and slogans that just go with shit. Yeah, good, good morning. morning. Good evening. How you doing? You don't want to know how I'm doing. If I told you I had a hemorrhoid on my ass, tell us about how you doing. <laughs> Morning. Morning. You okay? Maybe anything anything I can help you with? Yeah. Right. I got this hemorrhoid. I got this hemorrhoid dangling out my ass. Can you I help me? Stop. <laughs> stop, stop, stop saying that shit to me. Yeah. <laughs> 
I do too, so I can't talk. <laughs> you need a new car with a hub there and that work. And a, and, a, and a good muffler. A mu- uh, motor. I got the muffler, Jamal. You can't use that no more. Uh, all right. Okay. Why do we go ahead, Remy? You got? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It don't sound like you got no muffler, but okay. That's the hub. <laughs> they they stole your wow. Cadillac converter. Nah, it's catalytic okay. converter, and I don't like <laughs> Cadillac. Hey, I be saying the same thing. Cadillac converter. Spell it then, Remy. Spell what? Cadillac. Cadillac. Cadillac or catalytic converter? Cadillac. C-A-T-A-L-Y-L-T-I-C. You suffer in silence before? He trying to type it. Right. Of course. Of course. Hey, this me greasy. I would say, like... I can't say that I dealt with death like that. That someone so close to me, I can't say that. But y'all, y'all know uh, about me, my my ex, my uh, my ex wife Kayla, and the kids. So for a long time, Ellie, for a long time, everybody thought the kids was mine. But I only had one biological child with my ex wife. And I would say when you when you mention vulnerability, how many kids felt, did she? You got how many kids did she have together? Oh, she, oh, she got four now. Okay. She had two at the time, wasn't it? Two, okay. two. Yeah, two, two at the time. And okay. it, the uh, I, this, I think the sacrifice of men, like that's that's, I think a lot of people don't really understand that, or or the type of uh, uh strain that it puts on a man's head. But uh, I I remember when <laughs> she uh she cheated, she had a baby, and I mean we separated for a little bit, but when we got back together. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, uh, this is, I, I remember I talked to uh, Dwayne. He's like, hey, man, this is like, if you make this decision, this is a decision that, you know, you're going to have to stick with. You know what I'm saying? Like, so don't take this decision lightly. And that's what it was. And uh, I made that decision to, like, stick it out. Cool. Of course, I went back into that relationship, not being an angel. Not being an angel. And so we ended up splitting again. While we were split up, she had another baby. Cool. Mm-hmm. We ended up like, working our way back together some way, somehow. Like, I, we, just, I, we just could not get out of this, this, this circle. And so when we split for the last time, this is the last time we split. And now she's in a different state. And uh, I have my son. I'm taking care of my son. And I just remember, like, the girls, they still would call me. And they would call me dad. But they still do. And um, they was going through something. Like, they couldn't get, they couldn't get shoes. They, could, they didn't have a lot of... Uh, they, I felt guilty because, like, my son, y'all know how I treat my son. Like, my son, hey, like, whatever he needs, I'm going to work my ass off to get it for him. You know what I'm saying? And the, the man that, not, not I don't want to talk bad about him, but the man that she's dating at the time was not as blessed as I was. And so, like, the girls just didn't have simple shit. They couldn't have their birthday parties. They didn't have shoes to, to wear to school. They didn't have backpacks. They didn't have a lot, a lot of shit. And so I, I remember this one specific thing, like where they was calling me and they said they needed all these things. And I said, don't worry about it. I'll make it happen. And I told your mama, like, we got to work something out with his mom. But I remember going downstairs to my son and I looked in his room. And if y'all know, like, how my son's room is, I just looked at how blessed he was. I kid you not. Mm-hmm. I, started, I started crying because I hugged him. And I started crying as I hugged him because, like, I was thinking in the back of my head, like, 
my son is so fortunate, but his sisters who were like like mm-hmm. three years prior with him, they could have been experiencing like everything that he's mm-hmm. experiencing. And so that kind of made me feel guilty that I love these his sisters so much that I couldn't like provide for them how I wanted to, but I'm providing for my son, which is like, that's what I'm supposed to do. But I wanted to have it all and I know I couldn't. And that's what made me feel guilty. It put me in a little bit of a bad like mental spot, but that was one of those things where I was like, you know what? I can't dwell on this shit. My, my, my main focus now is my son and I have to take mm-hmm. care of my son. I can't like base my life based off of decisions my ex-wife made for her children. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, she made these decisions for her girls. And granted, it was definitely a split up that needed to happen because we was just not going to get this shit right. <laughs> you know, as far as being mm-hmm. parents. Mm-hmm. We, went, we, we, we was not going to get this right. I don't care. Uh, there was no amount of counseling that could do it. But uh, I, I am now in a better space. Now I, I talk with her. Uh, she had another. She had another baby with her her uh, boyfriend now, and I was just like, "Hey, man, like, like you just just do your best." And I I I, I told him, I say, "Hey, bro, I know you don't hear this a lot, but thank you because like being a stepfather is a thankless ass job." Like you don't get no reward after it. At the end of it, you don't get no medals. You don't even get a thank you. You don't get a praise. All you get was, all you get is, oh well, you chose to do it, and that's how I know. Yeah. Like, I, I, like you, like when you like, oh, you chose to do it. Like nobody didn't tell you to do it, but damn, a thank you would be nice. You know what I'm saying? So even yeah, no one, no one feels him, sorry for you. No one. Right. You're, you're so a man. Want, yeah. When I told him, well, it go like, for hey, the mama. It go for step mama too. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, once again, I, I hate to do this as a comparison, but you know, step when, when you were a stepmother, you just expected to be an emotional stepmother. But when you're a stepfather, you expect to carry all the slack that that previous, that real father does not carry. You know what I'm saying? That means being a mentor financially. That means being emotionally being. Well, there. And it's 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 the same. You know, it's the same for the stepmom in certain situations. You know, they they I, expecting I, the same shit. No. I, I think Keon's referring to the to the being a provider type of thing. Right. I, I get what you. We're saying how it's supposed to be set up in right. in life or whatever. Because now you got to provide for some children that are not even yours type of thing. And not right. to say a woman won't. I'm just saying that's the 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 setup how life. Is. Yeah, like that's that's what is expected. Now I'm only saying this because I've seen multiple women like they'll put more stress on the stepfather to put these deadlines and to provide for them. Like, hey, my child needs shoes. You need to get your ass to go to work and get them. I'm like, damn, like, why don't you put that same energy into the the, the father that you actually chose mm. for your child? Tomorrow, check that statement. Oh no, you're wrong. Yeah, you're right. I agree. Yeah, but uh, they they don't do that. But as a you know, as a stepmother, there ain't gonna be no man that I know of that'll be like, "Hey, uh, my son need motherfucking breakfast right now. Get your ass up and cook it." Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna be that, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's always gonna be a little hidden. But like I say, I hate to play the comparison game. Oh, but that's how just... did that make you feel? Oh man, at that moment, like I said, I felt. And guilty. how did you get through it? Uh, I, I felt guilty about it, and the only the only by re, um reevaluating like like my how I date for one 
and like how I put responsibility on myself. I had to like I had to rewire all that shit. Uh, so I had to become like, hey, hey, I gotta, I gotta provide for my son. I do what I can, you know what I'm saying, blah blah blah. But it was one of those things like where, like dating a woman with like multiple kids was not on my fucking list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, like I know a guy who's going through that right now. But like when you date a woman with kids and you and you build that attachment with her children, and y'all relationship don't work out for whatever reason, you're not only splitting up from her, you also splitting up from her kids. It, after you build that relationship, you know what I'm saying? And he might be hurt from splitting up from you. And then if you put that hurt on top of like he's splitting up from the kids, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I I believe that's that's a different type of strain. Um, so but that's how that's how it's um no, I mean I agree with everybody. I don't have much. Polo, you got something to share? I was gonna ask the uh, y'all something. <clears throat> uh, damn, I don't forget. Oh, okay. So, what what advice would y'all give? Like, cause I know it's a lot of women that's out here that's like, I don't know how to word it, but help. Uh, I know Jamal, y'all can help me word it the right way. There's a lot of women that's out here that keep going through a cycle of the 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 like you said you just knew it wasn't gonna work like it, it just didn't relationship work like like is it like like what are the signs that women should be looking for because like a lot of women think like when they constantly come back oh i want the family but yeah you it's the cycle of the same the same stuff it's just almost like it's like the signs are right there it's not going to work like, is it a game that immature men play, like, because they know they can? Like, you know what I'm saying? If that makes mm. sense. So, so are you, you're asking that, what, what will we tell women that that's involved in that back and forth shit, or? Like, what would be some good advice, like, far as, like, a man? Like, like Keon said, like, I went back and it didn't work for you. You know, it didn't work. So, we were like, we have to make um, a decision that this is not working. Like people do not want to make the decision to just let it go. So, so things play a factor in letting it go, right? Um, I'm sure people in bed. Well, let's just say you follow. You get married. You get three kids. Y'all got a house together. Y'all got four cars together. Y'all own a business together. It's really hard to get out that totality of that situation because you can't just say, you know what, it's over, and you'll be in another house tomorrow a car, you get what I'm saying? It's a lot mm-hmm. that goes into that, right? So it looks like the more you have vested, the harder it is to get out of it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's easier yeah, to, it it's like debt, you know what I mean? You got one credit card, you owe $200. You can get out there a lot quicker than five credit cards with $50,000 in it. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's it, and nothing is perfect, because you have some that, uh, relationships where people got divorced and it was hell and then they end up remarrying and they like better than ever. So it's it's yeah. a gamble. It's your tolerance. How much are you willing to take? But <clears throat> the longer you stay in it, the 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 that increases the chances of it getting worse, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. So it's it's all in your it's all in your tolerance. More importantly, um for men and women, if you keep if you continue this cycle of ending up with the same type of guy 
ain't no good men. No, you just picking the wrong one. Or even men mm-hmm. picking women. Yeah, Maybe you need to do yeah. yeah, you need to do something within yourself to figure out what do you really like. Because when you get that when you get that woman with that big old booty and always mm-hmm. on Facebook, if that's the women you like, you gotta understand everything comes with a package. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That woman is gonna be it's gonna be a lot of people trying to hump on her. Mm. A lot of people are going to be disrespectful to her and you and ain't going to care. Are you willing to deal with it? The same thing with the, the woman that want a rich man. The dude make $2, I mean, $2 million a year. <laughs> it's a category of what comes with that man that make $2 million. Now, exception to the rules, you know, that does happen. But that two that $2 million a year, man, you better pay attention. Go to some big business meetings. You got to share him. You got to share him sexually. Simple point blank. You ain't got no fight in that game. I'm just saying. Yeah, so just, I, I do recommend just reevaluate, you know, um, what you want as far as who you want to be, the person you want to be. That way it's easier to figure out. You, can, you don't have to waste five or six years with a person and say, yeah, you know what, this ain't working. Some things could have been nipped in the bud at the beginning. The compatibility. You you get with a, a person that's a vegan, and two years down the line, you're like, you know what? I'm tired of eating lettuce and fucking avocado, right? You knew you liked meat before you went in there. So you should have got somebody that liked meat. That's all. You know, if if, if you with somebody that has a certain uh, handicapness about them, they can't fix it. It's going to always be like that. So don't be mad when today he can't walk. You should just get up, like, you know what I mean? And we and we just settle. We just compromise our whole life. So so definitely don't do no compromising because you're going to do a lot of wasting time. And you definitely need to find out who you are, and that will help you choose someone that, that, that may be compatible for you. For you. For you. All right, so then it's safe to say that men do suffer in silence. Do you guys recommend seeking some type of therapy or, you know, hanging out with the fellas, jumping on the sticks? What does... um... Hanging out with the fellas is therapy. Shit. So... And and it's cheaper. (laughs) So so I recommend that do something outside of what your job is, right? So mm-hmm. don't don't be a um, if you're a police, don't do police stuff. That shouldn't be your hobby. You got to find something that you like to do, right? And more importantly, if you like it, the person you with or the, the core group of people you with should support what you like to do. Now, granted, if you out here at the strip club spending money and you getting, you know, your bills ain't paid. That's a little bit different. I'm talking about something constructive to do. Maybe you like to DJ, rap, act. I don't care how trash you are and whatever you do. If that's, your, <laughs> if that's your outlet, I think it should be supported. But it does help. And I'm not saying this to everybody. It does help that if a man is in a relationship, his family supports what he does, though. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't talking about you ain't got to if if 
you a DJ, you ain't got the the family ain't got to show up to everything he DJ, right? But if he want to practice, just leave him alone. Or if he want to play the video games, don't have the children in there running around and and don't you be in there too watching them play video games like. Or if he yeah, DJ and don't have the yeah, don't have the children in there. If he like basketball, that don't mean his son and daughter got to be playing with him. Go out there with your daddy. Why? What about me? You ever ask yourself that sometimes? <laughs> Every, everybody else eating off of you but you. You taking this person this way. This person get to go to practice. My, I got to pick this person up. Everybody else leeching off of you. And then what happens is eventually you'll snap. Ooh. So, yeah. Throw a chick through a TV. Shit. There you go. Right. The three of them. Two of them are the same one five times. I have many times. That's the Man, I don't know what type of tempered glass that was. It was. Oh, my. Hey, can I change gears real quick? Yeah. How did y'all feel about the Sierra and Russell Wilson with the, uh, with the outfit alone? she had on? Yeah. Trash. Man, I just, I, I just really, I just really feel like. Send me a picture um, of that. I, I just really feel Stand like the, the eye gates, right? The thing, the eye gates. That's what, that's what Satan is after. That's what evil is after, right? And so, if I can plant these things and and normalize them, then I can keep people right where I need them to be, right? Here's a powerful black couple. He's fully clothed in a suit. And she's standing here practically naked. Right? Um, she got children at home that's going to one day say, well, damn, mama had it all. Let me do it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really think people look at at the bigger picture. Right? They looking at the right now because they dollar signs is, a, is attached to it. You know what I'm saying? And so for, for me... You know, I feel like our generations are are screwed because these are the role models that's being placed in their eye gates. And so it's on mm. us as parents to always be there in their ear, even if we are annoying. Because they're going to be like, you so annoying. Yes, I'm going to be. Because when you get out here in the world, I need you to be able to process what you're seeing and hearing. And knowing so you can decide for yourself what's right and wrong, right? I get mad at my girls now for being half naked. But it's going to come a time where they see, right, five years from now, ten years from now, and they're going to be like, you know, mama was right. You know, I just told Cassandra the other night or yesterday or something, you don't have to put it all out there, right? You want your man to be able to experience you. The world mm-hmm. don't have to see that. Right, but Sierra and them is putting it out here so the world can see them. So then now you got girls thinking this is the only way I'm valued. And that's not the case. Yeah. Your man values you. That's all that matters. He loves you the way that you look. I don't care because you 400 pounds. You're beautiful to me. Now, if you care, then that means work on yourself, but baby, let me love you. You don't have to put these extra things on. You know what I'm saying? I love you for you. Now, you worried about the world, then maybe you should leave me alone and go do your world. You're right. So, so I'm I'm going to tell you what what that is, T-Leisha. It's our culture, 
is uh, the morale and our culture is dictated off reward. We do things based off reward, right? It, it, the morals and the principles are like out the water. Number one, with those two, and this is just my opinion about it, if he like it, then, you know, whatever, right? But like you say, it's bigger than just y'all two, right? You you are a role model for for children and, and everybody else. And they thing. know that. They show up at the basketball games, all the practices, and you know what I'm saying? They're out there. Yeah, and that's but we but we live in a world where only certain job titles are held accountable for what they do. So it's and then sex sales. I'm sorry, that you know, that's just how it goes. But like you say, it leads to some women may look and say, well, if I don't look like her, I would never get married or have a successful man in my life. So then you start having some women um, self-conscious because, well, you know, I got to get this done to me. I got to get my lips done. I got to spend three hours in a, in a mirror with makeup. I got to put on a girdle because I want to mimic her because if I look like her, I can get her same results. And that's just kind of where we are right now. And it's so messed up that a lot of women subconsciously don't even know that they're doing it. And when you look at the picture, he don't even look happy. He don't. Like, he's he just that's there. Looks you know what? He's, he's, suffering. All, he's suffering in he's silence. He's suffering in silence. Yep. You look, look at his jawline and his lip, how it shifted. His body posture. Yep. Yeah. First of all, he looks like a deacon from New Mount Mariah. Oh my with that damn emerald on his uh shirt, and then she on him looking like a thin ass Beyonce. The crazy part <laughs> is, they say he's a good man, right? A lot of women glorify he's a good man. I bet you he wouldn't have got with Sierra if he met her looking like that. Oh my mama though. Oh no, I think yeah. she. Uh, I think she started. I think she started the countdown to her relationship. I ain't gonna lie. That shit ain't mm-hmm. sexy though. Know? That she shit did. ain't cute. My thing is with the whole Sierra thing, and I think I just had a, uh, you know, I've been, people been trying to debate about this whole what a married couple supposed to do versus a single person. So a married person, is it's okay for a married person, a woman to go out looking like that? But they rich. Oh. That's what make them different. No, I, I understand that, but that's my prime yeah. example. Who makes these rules up? Like, you know, what a married couple supposed to do, but yes, yeah, Sierra is oh, married. Yeah. So a, a real man is not going to marry someone that's looking like that. So what example are you is you setting? And plus the song that she came out, the lyrics, time like Ooh, yeah. they sing, you know the lyrics and all that. You're a married what woman. What the lyrics teaching, say, Polo? She basically teaching us to like be, be independent and all that type of stuff. But you married. But, You're independent. But no, no, no. That goes no, back no. to what I said about what's going into the eye gates and the ear gates. So they promoting this stuff. And then you have these young people feeling like this is the way. A half of the stuff in the videos is rented. You <laughs> know, it's not even real. there. The money yeah. ain't real. You know, and so how you gonna, yeah, how you gonna the, tell somebody? How you gonna tell somebody to be independent and your husband worth twenty million dollars? Yeah. Well, that well, that's music, Keon, and and y'all have heard our music. It it we don't rap about your typical things in life because we don't do that so but you got rappers that rap about it they never do it and we just sit and we say it's entertainment yeah but entertainment huh do you mean the uh alter ego uh album that's uh located on all uh sound platforms (laughs) oh absolutely alter (laughs) a-l-t-e 
R space E G O Alter Ego by J Maul and J Remy. Also, Maisha is the newest one. M A I S H A. Maisha. It means life. That's what I. That's what I thought you said. Just making sure. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and like I said, we, we say it's entertainment. And one thing, um, um, Talisha, I forgot exactly how you said it, but the, the support of the family is important because um, when we talk about what we see with the eye gate or whatnot, we have supporter parents that – because it was nasty stuff out back in the day, right? Everything just wasn't – marriage and all this, but when you watch violence and pimp movies and all that, you had a supportive family or a parent that told you that ain't you, that's just TV. That's fake. You don't have that no more. Everything yeah. kids see, they believe that that is life. That's how it's supposed to go. You poor, you can't compare yourself to Sierra and, 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 and him like, you know what I'm saying, I want to be like them. You're broke. You 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 in a whole different tax bracket. You you know what I mean? You like we would rather look successful than be successful. We have people that's and I'm not knocking. I'm just calling like I see it. If if Gary is a poor poverty city, then why have people got Gucci belts on and Louis Vuitton? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not even you're not even matching what you are. At one point, a person riding a riding a bike wouldn't be on a cell phone because they couldn't afford it. <laughs> you understand, know well, and that, yeah, yeah. Anybody, just saying. Yeah. Anybody else got anything? Mm-hmm. No, sir. Thank you guys for the education. I needed that. No problem. No problem. Well, Thank you. Well, okay. Well, well, we up out of here. I just want to say um, it's been a good one. This was very educational, and it was a more of a serious topic, but a few jokes and laughters here and there. And I'm contacting Gucci tomorrow to see if they can customize me a bandana. Laugh if you want. Go to hell. And all that. <laughs> if you're hanging out with me, I'm hanging out with you like the testicles. Adios. Peace. Nice. <laughs>